It's time to check in with our buddy, Steve Stebbing. What the hell should we watch this weekend? SteveStebbing.ca is his website. He's handsome, he's bearded, and he's in Penticton. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. How are you doing, my friend? Wonderful. Thank you very much for um, uh, for checking in and uh, showing up, I guess. It is Mail-In Friday. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll always show up. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that one. Um, we've got a big long list of things that we need to talk about here with your movies, and we've got to get to the Queen, which we watched for the AV Club, and talk about that too. So let's just get into this right away. Get started with movies and shows that Steve Stebbing says thumbs up or thumbs down for this weekend. The Woman King. My king, the Europeans wish to conquer us. They will not stop until the whole of Africa is theirs. We must fight back for our people. Maneska, you are asking me to take them to war. War. Some things are worth fighting for. Sounds fancy. Steve Stebbing, tell us about it. Yeah, Viola Davis getting a a warrior role um, as uh, she leads a female unit of warriors uh, in the 1800s in the African kingdom of Dahomey. uh, And just um, she plays uh, General Naniska, who's training the next generation of warriors that are there to basically protect the lands and everything. And uh, I mean, besides Viola Davis, you have Lashana Lynch, who is really awesome as the new uh, 007 in No Time to Die, and John Boyega's in this one from Star Wars. Um, and it looks like a million dollars, and it's done by uh, Gina Prince by the Wood, who I really like as a filmmaker. She did a movie in 2000 called Love in Basketball, and I've been paying attention to her ever since. Um, and yeah, I it, it's time for Viola Davis to kind of make up for the really bad Michelle Obama performance she did in the that First Ladies show for uh, Showtime, uh, and I think this is a recovery for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make good on some bad performances. Well done. Well I'd say watch the show. I mean, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like within like 15 minutes of that first episode, you'd be like, "What? What is she doing?" And then she's mm-hmm. acting against Michelle Pfeiffer, who's who's playing Betty Ford, and Jillian uh, Anderson, who's playing Eleanor Roosevelt, who are acting circles around Viola Davis. And Viola Davis is an Academy Award winner. And I just, I just don't know what went wrong in that show or why they were like, no, no, keep doing that weird thing with your mouth. That's working. <laughs> Next on the list. Good night, mommy. Mommy? Mom? You're early. I hate that you have to see me like this. Nothing to be afraid of. Dad didn't say anything. I was hoping this could be our little secret. All right. Steve hey, likes Shane. the creepy ones. Yeah, it's your favorite. It's horror, Shane. It's is horror. that what it is? It sounds yeah. very horrorish. Yeah, it is. And it's yeah. actually a remake of a perfect Austrian film that came perfect? out in 2014. Like, it's perfect. So, wow. so perfect that I. 
it, it takes the legitimacy away of from remaking it. Like, why are we doing this? But we have uh, Naomi Watts uh, as the titular mommy in this one. But basically, it's about two twin boys whose mother returns home uh, from uh, an extensive uh, plastic surgery and her face is all covered in bandages. And slowly but surely, the boys start to wonder if... Uh, she has been if that is their mommy or if uh, she has been replaced by somebody else and it just gets deeper and deeper and more out of control and honestly I, I would always tell people to watch the original uh, which is available on Shudder um, because it is like I said it's it's perfect so I, I don't know how you can make it better than that other than take away the subtitles for people that don't like to read their movies uh, I'm not one of them I, I love foreign films uh, and you like scary ones. So just mm-hmm. saying, um, when Steve says it's not that scary, chances <laughs> are on the scope of what I see, it's probably terrifying. Like I have a hard time with scenes in Harry Potter. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right. uh, next on the Steve Stebbing list of what the hell should we watch this we- weekend? Pearl. Please, Lord, make me the biggest star the world has ever known so that I'll make it far, far away. Well, caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. (laughs) Oh, hello, horror. More More horror. Yes, and this is a prequel to my favorite one of my favorite horror films of this year X. So X, a movie that came out near the beginning of this year already has a prequel within the same year uh, because they filmed these movies back to back. And basically this is kind of showing the origin story of the old lady in X that kind of goes nutty and starts killing everybody. Um, but uh, just like in the, in X Mia goth is the star of this one. She plays Pearl and she she's got stars in her eyes. She wants to be Judy Garland. She wants to be on the silver screen and everything. But the thing is, she is just a lowly farm girl that is raised by two German, uh, very harsh German parents uh, and, uh, in 1918. And uh, Pearl's got some problems that she's got some anger management problems where she likes to kill animals and starts to kill people. And this is just an insanely great uh, performance from Mia Goth. Once again, uh, she is the best actress in my opinion of 2022. And it's like, it's like a weird, the best way I can describe it is like a homicidal Judy Garland. It's, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm. Homicidal Judy Garland. Very good. Uh, Sounds riveting. Can't (laughs) wait to watch it, Steve. Wink, wink, (laughs) wink, wink. (laughs) Steve does love the the, the horror, and we I are do. tiptoeing to the, the scary time of the year, right? Unapologetically, yeah, but yeah, this my is month's the kind of year. Yeah. yeah, this is the when it all gets that all gets marketed. Okay, uh, is the next one horror? No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Well, then this one's not scary. It's the Silent Twins. How was your day, guys? <laughs> spoke to me, and then it was just less and less, you know. If there's something you want to communicate, you best say it now. Jennifer, Joe, how would you describe your personalities? I think you might be a bad influence on each other. It might be an idea to split you up for a while. 
We will move the girls into special education. Why well, won't you say anything? We'll get them to talk yet. Guilty or not guilty? You need to take care of it. You can at least say something. Now. How do you plead? All right, tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, this is based on a true story. Uh, it takes place in 1970s Wales around June and Jennifer Gibbons, uh, twins that only spoke to each other in whispers. They never spoke to anybody else. Uh, so they kind of lived between each other in their own kind of world. And because of this, found themselves incarcerated over and over again in uh, mental hospitals, eventually driving them apart and driving them to fight each other almost uh, in, in a, a physical and mental battles. Uh, and it's so well performed by Letitia Wright, who a lot of people know from Black Panther and uh, Tamara Lawrence, who is very new to me. But the way that this film is 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 presented is so fascinating because the world that these two girl these two girls create between them is illustrated almost as this beautiful like brightly colored fantasy world, and then there's the stark, harsh, and cold and grainy reality um, of the real world that's playing against this movie as well, and just really great performances and phenomenal direction make this uh, just a really compelling and sadly true story. I think we should just whisper to make it all really creepy all the time. <laughs> and they're, they, they have like Welsh accents too, whether whispering and kind of like harsh tone to it. So it, it adds even more weight to it. This is where I would whisper in a Welsh accent if I knew how to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could do a Welsh <laughs> accent. They're, those are the, the, just. I wish I knew Welsh. That's such a fascinating language. It is. It is fascinating. Um, SteveStabbing.ca. There you go. Not only um, what the hell should we watch this weekend, but language tips. Next on the list, Clerks <laughs> Three. Can't catch my breath, man. Really? Should I try mouth stuff? What is this? A Tinder date? Get off of me! Uh, oh shit! Mr. Dante, I need an ambulance at the quick stop. Save my life, man. Wish I had a life worth saving. What are you talking about? Sit around and watch the same movies over and over. I always thought you could have made a cool movie. You're right. I'm living on borrowed time. No more watching movies. I'm gonna make a movie! Uh, okay, this, okay, that's it's caught me off guard there, I have to admit. Steve, tell us about it. Yeah, I've been waiting over 15 years for this movie to come out. Kevin Smith has been teasing that he's going to be making Clerks 3 for a few years now. Uh, after fan demand, I, I mean, his he has a very solid and, and loyal fan base. And we've always wanted the continuation of the story. And through everything that Kevin Smith has gone through in the last few years, he's added it into this movie to make it even more meta because one of the main characters, Randall has a heart attack in this movie, like Kevin Smith had and decides that he wants to form his own legacy and showing that around quick stop, which is a big part of his life and to make a movie within quick stop, which is like how Kevin Smith's career all started. So it all brings it back to the, to the start of everything uh, with just that sweet sentimentality that big Kev Smith brings to it, to all of his stuff. And uh, I, you know, being in a small town Penticton, I don't know when I'm going to get this movie. So that makes me incredibly sad, especially as, uh, as a big a fan as I am. Um, but I know it's out there for people. 
Kevin Smith and Kevin James. I know that they really have nothing in common, but I do often get them mixed up. Well, I, I think uh, I Variety got them mixed up once too, because I think they. Oh really? They posted an article about uh, Kevin Smith, and it said Kevin James in the byline. Hmm. Yeah, he's the king yeah. of Queens guy. I um yeah. and a mall cop and all that stuff. So yeah. So yeah. I okay. Well, it's nice to know that I'm not the only one, because for some reason it just you know that's it. It just kind of. Get them all tangled up. Okay, last one on the list. Uh, we were talking about uh, Elvis pants with the crotch ripped out earlier. You missed that, Steve. Should have been here. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, strange. Uh, it's also next on the Blu-ray list is Elvis. Comic book heroes all find their superpowers. Elvis found music. Uh, bring that bass up, Jerry. I wish to promote you, Mr. Presley. I believe I can be great. Some people wanted to put me in jail. The whale's moving. Don't so much as wiggle a finger. I'm going to show you what the real Elvis is In that moment, Elvis, the man, was sacrificed. All right, tell us about the movie on the Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, uh, Elvis, the biopic that, uh, I, I, I mean... It had we haven't had a movie like this since Kurt Russell played him in the late seventies. So the fact that we got uh, a big screen version uh, of the Elvis Presley story is done by Boz Lerman, the guy behind Moulin Rouge, um, kind of like the perfect uh, casting with Austin Butler. I don't know exactly what Tom Hanks was doing with his uh, his performance as Colonel Tom Parker. That accent is insane. And it's insane from the get-go, and it just it never loses its insane luster the whole time. Um, I will say that the movie is a bit of a bumpy start. I felt like I wasn't really engaging with it for like first twenty-five half an hour, uh, but once it gets going, it's really good. And Austin Butler is incredible in it. Uh, the cinematography is amazing, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, Elvis was bigger than life, and they treat him as such in this movie for sure. <laughs> 